This is the Animals Eye View podcast. I'm Lizanne Flynn. Naturally, we're going to be talking about mothers, motherhood. Perhaps we might even dip our big toe into the divine feminine today. And I want to wish all mothers everywhere on the planet, kind of regardless of gender, because I do perceive that if you happen to not be female in gender, does not at all mean that you don't have divine, nurturing, mothering properties in you and that you put those into play pretty much every moment of your life. I also don't perceive that you have to be biologically related to someone in order to be a mother for them. And that kind of got me to a place when I was kind of ruminating about mothers and motherhood and my own role as a mother in this lifetime. And I think certainly right now on the planet, at least where our species is concerned, there's what I might call the lioness in the room, which is our discomfort, I guess, maybe with the Kali side, the goddess Kali side of motherhood and of mothering, maybe even of Mother Nature and Mother Earth. That, of course, for me, <laughs> led me to the role that mm, I guess I would probably say our current cultural norm of living under a patriarchy and how that interacts well and maybe how that doesn't interact so well with the Kali side of the Divine Feminine. I think any mother anywhere would probably be able to nod their head and say, ah yes, the Kali side of mothering, that incredibly fierce slash, in my own opinion, slightly rageful part of being a mother for some being on the planet is that you will not hesitate to do practically anything in order to keep them from harm. On the other hand, if there is a situation of not necessarily harm, but maybe something that's uncomfortable for you, you may feel that whatever being you perceive that you're mothering might be slightly uncomfortable for them. And at the same time, you think to yourself, ah, yes, but this is the exact thing they need to do in order to uncover more of themselves and more of who they're meant to be on this planet. Then I'm going to encourage slash <laughs> push them toward that very thing. And that's also the time where any mother anywhere would probably tell you that to stand by and watch not exactly a train wreck happening, but certainly we stand in a place of fear, of hope, of ultimate trust in the universe that whatever thing this this situation, this person, 
whatever it is that this thing that our <laughs> beloved being that we're a guardian for, because that's truly what I think, you know, moms are in this planet, guardians slash guardian angels, that, that, we, that we wait for the outcome and that we wait for the place where we stand and we hope, sometimes some of us may pray, that everything is going to turn out right. I think every mother bird everywhere feels this when her chicks leave the nest. Euphemistically for humans, of course, that happens as well. But imagine, if you will, having baby chicks that may have hatched, I don't know, maybe a week, possibly two weeks before, and all of a sudden you notice that the size and the shape of their wings has gotten them to a place where they're actually attempting to fly within the nest. And you think to yourself, okay, yep, this is the time. This is the time where maybe I need to help some of them leave the nest with uh, perhaps a bit of a push. And there are others who step up to the edge of the nest and they just simply lift their wings, trust, and swoop in the air. And of course, kids being kids, beings being beings, they're all really, really different. Which also sometimes is a stretch, I think, for parents and for mothers everywhere. And for me, that's actually been part of the joy in being a mother. Both of my kids are very different from each other. And that's something that I revel in pretty much every single day since they've graced me with their presence in this lifetime. It's helped me to stretch as a mother. It's helped me to reach places of compassion within myself for them and for me that I honestly didn't know existed. And especially as I chronologically grow older in this experience, it's helped me to reach places of new compassion, I think, for my own mom. I was one of six and we're all pretty different from each other. And that's the thing about mothers on this planet. And that's the thing I think about Mother Earth, Mother Nature on this planet, that she's able to stretch her arms so incredibly wide and to provide such a place of nourishment, of abundance, for all of the species on her that when you think about her from that perspective it kind of actually boggles the mind. It boggles my mind at the very least. And when we think about the Kali side of Mother Earth and Mother Nature, and I, I think maybe as humans we're probably a lot more comfortable of thinking of the planet as simply a place that sometimes like our own mothers we kind of take her for granted. We kind of take this abundance that she gives us every single spring when after a long, cold, dark winter where we fear as humans that maybe we're not going to have spring ever again and will this snow ever, st ever stop, that all of a sudden we see growth, we see birth. And I think sometimes we're in a place, and I think especially now, we're in a place where we've taken that for granted. And as we've talked before on the podcast, I think we're in a place where the Earth herself is giving our species in particular a 
pretty good shove out of our nest of comfort to say we have to reset our relationship with each other. We have to reset how we view the planet and how we view all the other species on the planet that I don't think it's going to suffice anymore for us to simply take. The Kali side of Earth and I think the Kali side of the Divine Feminine is again something that we're probably uncomfortable with. We've all seen it out there in nature. We've all seen a lioness give her cub a pretty good swipe and I think that catches all of us somewhat off guard and at the same time within the context of that relationship that is absolutely the divine feminine at work. That is absolutely the Kali fierceness of the divine feminine that says straighten up. This isn't going to work for you. I see what you're about to do. I'm in thinking you need to give that a second thought because that that's out of resonance with not only what's good for you as a mother perceives it but what's good for the planet at large. I think we see the Kali side of the Divine Feminine in Mother Earth and Mother Nature with weather patterns and again as humans we think about it as weather. The interesting thing is that when I ask the animals about weather they kind of look at me like, what's weather? What, what does that mean? It's not dissimilar to <laughs> the conversation I have with them when we talk about science or religion or any of what they would perceive to be false constructs in relationship to the planet. They, they just look at me and they're just like, what's weather? We, they understand really clearly what the elements are. They understand about earth, they understand about air, they understand about water, they understand about fire. They understand all of those things. But when I speak to them of weather, they also view that as a little bit of a false construct that kind of, in their view, gets in the way with a very deep, bone deep, fully hearted and soul illuminating relationship with the planet. They would say it's a lot easier to understand how the earth herself is a living being. It's a lot easier for you and it will be a lot easier for you if you understand that the earth is not one being at all times. The earth most definitely has her light aspects and her shadow aspects. And just like with maybe the juxtaposition with the goddess Kali and an entity like the Virgin Mary, we might see and feel as humans that sometimes we view earth as maybe a little bit more toward the Virgin Mary side someone who is subservient, someone who accepts her burdens without complaint, but that's not reality on this planet. That's not incorporating all aspects of the divine feminine in our relationship, not only I think with all the other species on the planet as their guardians and their stewards, but also in our relationship with Earth herself. And I think for humans, we've had a history of being uncomfortable with the Kali side of 
the planet, as well perhaps the Kali side of the Divine Feminine, and perhaps maybe of women everywhere, and perhaps of healers who, at least traditionally and historically, the majority of whom were women. I think for a long time on the planet and under the patriarchy that there was discomfort with the viewed as slightly secretive and slightly we don't understand it so therefore we're uncomfortable with it and as humans if we don't understand it and we then to a certain extent based on our understanding we go oh yeah yeah I know how that works okay yeah now I'm I'm comfortable with that that because we don't understand maybe how the divine feminine can swing from Kali all the way over to the Virgin Mary at times we're uncomfortable with that and so we attempt to control it and at least at this point in space and time on this particular planet that's not working out so well for us I don't think we're out of the woods on this yet this isn't about to be very clear punishing ourselves or placing blame or perhaps maybe even <laughs> a little bit of feeling of acting defensive and this also isn't bashing the divine masculine we're all a mix of the divine feminine and the divine masculine it's just at this point in time there's an imbalance as everything every single other species on the planet would tell you you know within all the other species they're really comfortable with their roles they're really comfortable with the divine masculine. They're really comfortable with the divine feminine. And again, to be clear, this isn't about you have to do this if you're, you're a male animal on this planet and you have to do that if you're um, a female animal on this planet. They accept whatever actions are resonating with the, the true authentic energy of who they are on this planet and then they just go and they do that there's not really this specification of you have to do this and you have to do that they allow themselves to be fluid they allow themselves to be flexible because earth herself is fluid and flexible we forget as a species on this planet how the earth is a living breathing thing there's a really cool video and I'll see if I can find the link on YouTube where the change of seasons as it rolls across the face of the planet looks like the earth is breathing it shows how what we view as winter moves from one place of the planet to another place of the planet and then it shows how spring comes back again and again it's just an amazing little video I invite you as you move into this weekend as you might be celebrating Mother's Day with your own mother with people in your life that you view as mother with a mother who might no longer be in physical form with a grandmother a great-grandmother an aunt a brother a father it doesn't really matter I invite you to look deeply, 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 deeply for those aspects of divine feminine everywhere. It may feel kind of unusual at first. Yes, that energy is a little bit lighter than the divine masculine. Yes, that energy 
seeps into places that the divine masculine simply can't. And that's not a blaming of divine masculine. It is about rebalancing, is about understanding how the divine feminine can illuminate on this planet and how it's beyond time to bring the divine feminine and aspects of the divine feminine to pretty much everything that humans have imprinted on the planet because any kind of imbalance on the planet doesn't work. That's what this current situation is about. That's why the Kali side of the Divine Feminine is so very active on the planet right now. This also isn't about punishment. This also isn't about you've done wrong and so now I'm going to you, make you pay for it. That's, that's, a, that's a human only aspect. All other animals would say, oh, okay, that's right, that's right, oh, that's right, I'm out of balance. Thank you for the reminder. And then they just move back into the stream of energy known as the balance between divine feminine and divine masculine. At least that's what all the other animal species on the planet hope for at this point in time is that we move back into concert with a balance between divine feminine and divine masculine. I think the only question is, will we? I'm Lizanne Flynn. This has been the Animal's Eye View podcast. I'll see you next time. Thank you.